All right, here we go. Today is Davidav Samachalif, page 61, in the Hilly Gimmesachas Babakama. And we are about uh, 15 lines or so from the top of the Dav. We got to the Mishnah on Dav Samachalif. All right, read the Mishnah. Well, on to today's Dav, and we continue on with the topic of fire damaging. Just a little uh, heads up that um, the Amar Aleph is going to be focusing on. If I light a fire, and the fire does things that are unnatural, it spreads in an unnatural way. Um, so at what point does my re- original responsibility of letting that flame cease? At what point does it stop? Amud Bez really is going to be, starting from the second Mishnah, is going to, we already learned most of Amud Bez already, uh, that as it was, uh, it's been quoted in previous Gemaras. Right, it's the machlekes between uh, things that are concealed, machlekes for Yehuda and the Rabbanon about whether you're chayiv on tamun ba'ish things that are concealed with fires. Okay, so here we go. Says the Mishnah, Samach Aleph Amud Aleph, approximately fifteen lines down. Avra Geder Shugavaya Dalad Amos. If the fire jumps a fence which is four amas tall, ay derech harabim, or it jumps a derech harabim, it jumps a public thoroughfare which is sixteen amos wide. Okay, the flames jump over 16 amas of empty space. Ainahar, or it jumps over a river. Putter, the original lighter of the fire, is not responsible. We're going to end with this. This is what the Gemara is going to explain, but ultimately this is the halacha, which is, if I light a flame, there's three things that, if they're in the vicinity, I'm only responsible until that. If the flames go past that, you can't put it on me. That is so... That is such an act of God and so out of the norms, you can't put it back on me. And what are they? A wall, okay? A four armor wall, four armor wall, six to eight feet, six to eight foot wall, okay? Or a 16 armor wide thoroughfare, or a river. Let's get into this. Says the Gemara. But Tanya, but didn't we learn it in Raisa of Ragadoshukhayabrahamaschayev that if it jumps a fence, that is four amas high. You're still responsible past the wall. Armas says once you hit a four ama wall, your responsibility stops. This Bryson says it keeps continuing. Omar Papa. Rav Papa says. It just depends how you're reckoning the wall. Which means our Tana is talking about from high to low. What does that mean? It means like this. Sheish amas. If the wall is six amas high. Potter. That's certainly, if the flames jump a six ama wall, for sure you're putter. Chamesh amais, if it's five amas high, putter. Also, that's out of the norm. Ad arba amas, until it's four amas high, you're putter, which seems to imply, what about four amas itself? Chayim. So, this that we said a four ama wall is putter, it doesn't mean that the four ama wall is putter, it means taller than that's putter. Until a four armor wall is putter, but a four armor wall itself will be chayev. Wait a minute. If a flame jumps over four amas, you're chayev. If it jumps over five amas, then you're putter. That's what we meant. Four amas, your putter means like working in, in the other direction. Ton of the ton of the brysa, which says you're chayev on four amas. He's working down from up, down and upwards. So therefore, that time was saying like this. If the flame jumps over a two ama high wall, potter, chayev, chayev, chayev. That's not considered a 
stopping of a flame, you're still responsible. Shalosh Amas, three Amas, Chayev. Ad Arba Amas Chayev. And if the wall is four Amas tall, you're also Chayev. If it's above four Amas, then you become Potter. Okay? So, everybody agrees. Ultimately, the four Amas is Chayev. More than four Amas is going to be Potter. That's what we've just clarified. Omar Rava. Rava says, Arba Amas Sha'amru the Potter. This four Amas wall that we said you're not responsible for, you should know. Afilu Bistei Kaitzin. This is even when the fires jump that wall into a easy, kaitzim is thorns, an easily flammable field where thorns are meant as firewood, even if it's very easily flammable. Amar of Papa, the so Papa if says, jump, if it jumps more than four into a field of thorns, easily flammable, you're going to be putter. You're still putter. Right. If it's. Right. Four or less, you're chayiv. But even though it's easily flammable, you'd be like, listen, if it's so flammable, maybe you need even a higher wall. Right. No. It's talking about easily flammable, you need that size. Amar of Papa, the Papa explains, mm-hmm. the, the wall has to be higher than the height of the thorns. Because otherwise, you'll say like this, there's a, let's say there's a four and a half amma wall. The thorns on the other side of the wall are easily flammable and, and they go eight amas tall. That ain't going to work. Four amas doesn't mean four amas from the ground. It means four amas higher than that which is flammable on the other side. Okay? Four amas higher than that which is svaradik. Okay, here we go. Amar Rav says, This that we say if it jumps a wall that's higher than four amas. It's potter that is by a fire that go, is going straight up. There's different types of flames. There's flames that dance in all sorts of directions. And there's flames that work straight upwards. This that we say that a fire doesn't jump a wall, so it's going to be potter if it's more than four amas above the thorns, is only talking about straight fires. Avol bin if we're dealing with fires that are bent over and leaning... So then four Amas ain't going to protect anything. Flames are going to be shooting forward. And uh, a five Amas wall isn't going to work. Even until a hundred Amas is going to be Chayev. Because that type of uh, fire could keep, uh, could keep going. All right? And therefore you, th- there's no reason to assume when you originally lit the flame, this type of fire, that these walls are going to be effective. So your responsibility Keeps uh, your responsibility keeps going. Shmuel Amar, but Shmuel says no. Masnisim ben Chvefes. This mission is dealing over with a bent fire. You know, if it's a straight up fire, then any sort of barrier, even less than four amas, is going to stop his responsibility. Tanikavasi the Rav. We have a brisa supporting Rav, which is more strict, and says that if it's bigger, uh, if it's bent, then even a bigger wall ain't going to help. Where do we say the halacha that when I light a fire, I'm only responsible until the, until the wall or until the 16 Ahmed gap or until the river? Where do we say this halacha, the Mishnah, that's by a straight flame. But let's say you have blowing flames in all directions and there's fuel near the flames. Doesn't make a difference how tall the wall is. Flames jump. And therefore, your chayev over amis. If it if it jumps a river or a shalulis, which we're we're going to see soon, 
as Rashi says, um, then Potter, you are the responsibility ends. Okay. Now we're going to explain what this means. So let, let's keep going. We're up to now. Derech Harabim. Two lines before it gets wide on Daf Samach Aleph Amr Aleph sixty one A. Derech Harab. If the fire jumped over a public thoroughfare, how wide is that? Sixteen Amas. So twenty four to thirty two feet wide. If the flame, whatever damage is on the other side, the one who lit the flame is no longer responsible. Mantano, who's the author of our Mishnah? Amara, Amarav, Rav says Rabbi Eliezer. He, it's Rabbi Eliezer. The time because we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer, I'm Rashi Shrei Amar Kederech Shosarabim. Potter, if it's sixteen Amas wide, the size of a public thoroughfare, the original lighter of the flame is going to be Potter. I or if the flame jumped over. A river. Also, the original lighter is not responsible on the other side of the river. Rav Amar Rav says no harmamish. A river means a river. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says no. It doesn't mean a river. You know what it means? Arisa didilai. Arisa didilai were these ditches that little canals, what they call irrigation ditches, that they would dig next to rivers to draw water into their field. Okay. So he says, even if even if the, flame, if the flames jump over that, you're your putter. It doesn't even be a real river. It could even be these ditches that they build off the river. If it jumps over that, you're going to be. Uh, if you jump over that, you're going to be putter. Well, okay, they're not going to be the deep or wide. Or wide, right? So let's explain what size we're talking about. Right, let's get into this. What size? Uh, what size are we referring to? Says the Gemara. Um, according to Rav, who says that you're not responsible when it jumps over a literal river, this is going to hold true even if the river does not have any water in it. Okay? Because he says it needs a real river, so I'm not just relying on water, I'm also relying on space. I'm relying on size. Because if you're going to tell me there's a difference between an irrigation ditch and a river, you're obviously focused on space as well. Now, for those of us who live here in St. Louis, this is not an uncommon site. A lot of the uh, rivers and creeks, they, they're empty in the summer months and they fill up, uh, they fill up in the river months, right? In the, 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 the river fills up in the winter months. Thank you. Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So, um, right, it gives off, uh, it's not so gishmak, uh, the, those ones. Um, but, uh, but if you hold it's a literal river, that means you, you're concerned about space as well. So even if there's no water in the river, you'll say you're not responsible. The one who says that you're no longer responsible if it jumps over a, a, uh, these little canals, these little irrigation ditches, he is maya in, this is only going to apply if there's water, if there's no water in it, then your initial responsibility, your original responsibility is not going to end. Okay, it's not awesome. We learned in a mission elsewhere. The following things are mafsik. They break up the field when it comes to the laws of paya. What's paya? If I own a field that grows produce, I need to leave over a corner of a field. The question is, when does one field become two fields? Paya, there's no minimum amount for. I just need to leave over a corner. So the question is like this. I own 20 acres. Every five acres, I have an irrigation ditch. Does that mean I own four fields now? Or is it one field? How many payers do I need to leave over? How many quarters? 
So that's it's a good shayla, right? Mm-hmm. So, so how do we? What, what breaks up a field to make it yeah. two or one? Right. What breaks it up? So that's the that's the mission. The following things break up a field: Hanachal, a uh, a river. Okay, so uh, Rashi says that Rashi translates here. So, uh, if you look at Rashi, it's a uh, fourth to last. Oh, v'nachal omuk be'emtza. You have like a deep, a deep ditch with water. If you have a deep water uh, reservoir or a deep, right, something that Rashi says it has to be deep, that breaks up a field. And it doesn't tell us what how deep is deep, but a deep uh, uh, divide. A divide with water in it breaks up a field. Vahashlulis. And also a shlulis. Now we mentioned the shlulis before, but we don't know what it is. The Gemara in the next line is going to explain. or a private path. or a public path. Okay. Um, Rashi says we're dealing with a path that's four amas wide. It's now called, it's not called a path going through a field. It's now a path in between two fields. Okay. My shlulis, what is a shlulis? It's like a reservoir. It's a place where rain water gathers. Rav Bibi Rav Yechnan explained that Amas Hamayim. It's a uh, it's a gathering of water. Shemichalekes Shalol LaAgapeha that brings Shalol that brings uh, fruitfulness upon those that live uh, you know near its near its edges. Now, okay, fine. So now we have a understanding of what Shlulis is. But let's get back to the point of the Gemara. The, uh, we quoted a Mishnah which said the following things divide a field. They split, they split it up for peya. And we said a nachal, a shlulis, a derech yochid, derech harab. Now, the one who says a shlulis is like a reservoir. So I'll say koshke and If a reservoir divides a field, and now I've got to take two payas, how much more so will an irrigation ditch, an amasamayim, umandamar amasamayim, the one who says that it's an amasamayim, avumokim shvegisham shaylisham lai. It's not going to separate. It has to be like a, a stream of water. Why? What's, why would a, a stream of water uh, divide more than a reservoir? Because they are called bangi da'ara, they are called lakes. Little, uh, little ponds, little lakes, and things that are ponds, nobody's going to say is considered a division of a field. So getting back to our original question on Ahmed Aleph. On Ahmed Aleph, let's just bring this full circle. We had a Machlekas team, uh, the, the Mishnah said that if the flames jump a river, you're not responsible. What is a river? Rav said a river means literally a river, and Shmuel said it meant even the, uh, even the irrigation ditch. Okay? And each one, Lamaisa is going to have a, a, uh, a different size. So Maskana Sagumara, what are we walking away with? We're walking away is as follows. If I light a fire, and that fire goes, that fire goes. One thing is clear from the Mishnah, even though I don't know what type of fire yet. If it's more than four Amas, that stops. If it's a river, it stops, or a, even an irrigation ditch, according to Shmuel. And if it's a Rosh Hashanah, 16 Amas wide, it stops. What type of fire are we referring to? Okay, Machlaikas, whether it's referring to a sideways fire with wind or only whether this halacha is only straight up, that also was a halacha. Okay, so Machlaikas, what type of fire? But the, whatever type of fire we're referring to, 
this, this, uh, um, uh, these are going to be the three things that stop that type of fire. Now, everybody's going to agree a straight-up fire not, is stopped. Not, not stop, but... The, My responsibility stops. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The fire kept going, and that's why we have a question. Yeah, very good. Okay. Besedem. Now... It's very... You know, considering what we've had in the Somebody lights a flame in his own backyard. How far does, how much space does he have to leave for his uh, fire to spread? We look at him as if he's in the center of a base core. So he has like a half a base core on all sides. And, um, and he's responsible up until there. Past that, you're not responsible for anything done by the fires, which is going to touch a little bit on uh, Rabiel's wildfires. Sixteen amas in all sides, like the way of Rosh Hashanah. It all depends on the fire. All right? Now, this is going to be a conversation. Does it mean the size of the fire, or does it mean it goes by how much damage the fire actually did? Let's see. Says the Gemara. I don't understand something. The last letter of Shimon Shira Betleka. Rab Shimon says, um, uh, Rabbi Shimon says, Shalim Yishalim Abbas Avera, Akolfiyad, it all depends on the fire. It says, well, I don't understand. Does Rab Shimon not hold that there's any specific measurement for how responsible you are and, and what distance you're responsible for? Vatanam, we learned in the Mishnah, La Yamaid Adam Tanur Basecha Bayis, Elam Ken Yeshal Gabe Gaiva Arba Amas. You're not allowed to set up an oven in your house. Unless you have at least a four ama space above the oven, if you put the oven upstairs, it has to be at least a three tfachim thick of concrete in order to make sure that you don't start a house fire. Ubekira, a regular stove, tafach. You need one tafach of concrete. It's not concrete. It's uh, it's. We call it. We call it aggregate. Yeah, it's a composition. Plaster. I think it's literally plaster. Um, and if it does cause damage, Mishali Masha Hizik. Okay? Even if you're careful. So even if you did the, the two Amas or one Amas, we're not going to call you negligent, but you still need to pay. He says, No, if you followed these rules, you're Potter. You did whatever you had to do. If a fire still started, it's not your responsibility at all. You're good. You're good to go. There's no issue. Says the Gemara. Omar of Nachman. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Is that your own house? Yeah. Yeah. It's in your own house, but what happens is the fire spreads past that. Oh, I see. It left my Yeah. So since you did what you had to do in your own house, if a guy, if a guy lives in an apartment building and he, he wires his electricity without calling Sam, uh... Yeah, and you don't know what you're doing, and it starts a fire, chas v'shalom, and it causes damage to other people's apartments. You're responsible. You're responsible, even though you start it in your own um, in your own area. Amar, Amar of Nachman, It all depends on this on the uh, height of the fire. Amar of Shimon. We paskin like Rabbi Shimon. Shimon we paskin like Rabbi Shimon that it depends on the size of the fire that was lit. Okay. 
Now we got back into the sugya, new Mishnah, which we, we've learned basically the rest of the daf already, but we're always going to learn something fresh and something more. The rest of this daf is the, came up a few times during our Masechta, where it focuses on fire, which damages things that are concealed, things that are covered over, and the Machlokas in Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon, Rabbi Yehuda says things that are concealed you're still responsible on. The Rabbanon said if it's covered over, you're not responsible. So here we go. Hamadlikas HaGadosh. If somebody lights a haystack, and inside the haystack there are vessels, and they burn, they get lit with the haystack. Rabbi Huda says, you must pay not only for the haystack, but the vessels inside. No, you pay for the haystack, you pay for the haystack of wheat and barley. Okay? In other words, you're not paying for the uh, vessels that are inside. You're only paying for the vessel for the wheat and barley, which is the stack itself. Okay. And why do with the swara? No swara. We we mentioned earlier. We're going to go through this on today's daf that it's a it's a zero shavas. How we learn out responsibility okay. on Caleb. Haya gedi kafosle. Let's say you have a goat tied to the haystack. The Ebed Somachle, and there's an Ebed Kanani next to the Hesek. Now, the Ebed Kanani move from there? Yeah, he's not tied up. The Nisrafimai, and you burn the Hesek, and with the Hesek, the goat dies, and the Ebed dies. Allah is Chayev, you're obligated to pay. For what? Oh, the Hesek and the goat. Which means you're not Chayev Misa. Who, who, what's that? Who started the fire? Me. Who's me? Me. Tell them. I started the fire. You're the who? I, I started the fire. Okay? Oh, you're the avid? Who are you? No. I'm just a dude. I start a fire. You, you, you're just happen to be by there. Yeah. And I see a haystack. Yeah. And a goat tied to the haystack. Next to the goat is an avid Kanani who's supposed to be watching over them. I'm not careful with my barbecue. I'm like, hey, you know, I also want to roast marshmallows. Let me light this haystack to roast marshmallows. So I light the haystack, and the stack gets burnt. It's not mine. I have no right to use it. The goat that was tied to the haystack can't get away. It gets burnt. I got to pay for that. The Eva Kanani dies. I don't got to. Uh, I don't need to pay for him. He could have ran away, but I do need to pay for the other things. Okay. Oh. Now what's the chiddush? Yeah. So we'll see that Kimle b'derab the, the flip side of it, usually give the harsher punishment, and if you would be high of me, so you wouldn't pay for those other things, which is the next part of the mission. Um, what happens if the Ebed is kafosli? What happens if the Ebed Kanani is tied to the haystack which I burned? So now I'm going to be high of Misa. And the goat is nearby, and the goat for some reason didn't leave and gets burnt. The Allah is Potter. The one who lit the fire is Potter. Why? Because Kimle Bedramine, this would be a case of Chiyav Misa, where you're obligated in death for killing an Evakanani. And, uh, um, by, and uh, when, when you have a capital punishment, there's no monetary punishment. Okay? Fine. Umaydim Chacham the Rabbi Yehuda, Nacham agree to Rabbi Yehuda, Bimadlikas Abira, when somebody lights a, if somebody lights up a Bira, uh, if somebody lights a, a Bira is like a large house. 
or a, a tower. You pay for everything inside. Because it's the usual thing to put it there. In other words, like this. The Mishra started out with a dispute. You have to pay for things that are hidden when covered over when a fire burns it up. The Racham said no. The Mishra ends by saying they will agree that if you burn something like a house that has vessels inside, those vessels that are usually in the house are not called covered up and you would have to pay for the furniture. You would have to pay for uh, uh, those other things that are in the house as well. Amr of Ghana says, the whole machlaikas about whether you pay for tamun ba'esh, things that are hidden, whether you pay, is only when I lit the fire in my own domain. Then it spread to your domain. On things that are covered up. But everybody's going to agree. If I light a flame in your field, where I wasn't allowed to do that, and now it gets covered over, doesn't make a difference. You have to, every, the Chum will agree, you pay for everything that gets covered over. Okay? Now, this all needs so understanding of the Pasuk. Huh? The Havimim is like this. Our Mishra just said, the Chachamim hold, you don't pay if your fire burns something which is covered. You don't pay. Right. The Gemara here is clarifying that is only true if you originally lit the fire in your own backyard you and know. then you lit it with permission, yeah. but then it spread. But the reason would be because you know what's, what you have in your backyard. No, even if I, I light it in my backyard and it spreads to my friend's backyard. And his back, and his, my friend's backyard is covered up. Yeah. The my, will, my backyard is not covered up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. Right. The will say, Potter, as long as I initially lit it in my domain. If I lit it in my domain and it spreads to your domain, what's covered up, I don't pay for. But, Nacham say, if I originally lit it in your domain, I'm going to have to pay whether or not it's covered. I will have to pay. Now, this is all based off of... of yeah, but, but what about the, the whole business of uh, four, four foot wall? And, and, uh... we, we need all those. You're right. There's no four foot wall. There's no 16 amas. Yeah. So my responsibility kept going, correct. If there would be, my responsibility would stop. Yeah, good. You have to add that in. Absolutely. Omar le Rabba, Rabba says, Iyachi, if it's true that you're only putter on Tamun Ba'ish, you're only not responsible on things that are covered over by fire when you live in your own domain, look at the end of our Mishnah. If you light a large house, Lift like Why do you got to say, oh, you should know, as opposed to a house, and a house it's different? Why do you got to move on to a house? Stick with a haystack. Stick with a haystack and stay like this. When do the Chum say that you don't pay on things that are concealed? When is that true? When I live in my own field, then I spread to my friend's field. You should know. But if it spreads into my friend's field, everybody will be in agreement that. That you pay for everything that's inside of it. Why do you got to move on? I'll show you a case where you are responsible. You know what that case is? A tower. A house. Says the Gemara, why don't you say, I'll show you a case where you are responsible when you lit it in your friend's backyard. That's a much easier example to give than to move from a field to a, to a house. 
If you want to give me, again, the Gemara is asking, if you want to give me a case where you, where you are responsible, why do you got to talk about a house? Just say, you also live in the field, but I started in your field, not my field. And therefore... Well, the house is because it's covered up. Yeah. Don't worry. But it's a whole different it's case. The whole limit is that. Okay. Okay, you're right. So you're saying, obviously, the house is giving us a whole new limud. The Gemara is agreeing with that. The Gemara is saying, but it's not going to be the limud of, you do need to pay. That's not the limud, because that's Pasha. That's going to be simple. And that's, that's, not, that's not a well, way... We well, it's not, but we said a field that's covered up. We, we didn't have it to Pasha. And, and I'll even tell you that a field that's covered up and it's didn't start in my field, Yerchayev. That's a bigger... Um, the word the, um, the word is not... Um, uh, you, what's the word I'm looking for? If I light the fire in your field and it's covered over, that is a greater... Uh, not The word not transaction. The word uh, I'm looking for to, to, to show the flip side of something. It starts with a T. The word's escaping me. The Bajon doesn't want me to remember the word. Uh, doesn't want that word to come to my mind uh, right now. But it, it's, a, it's a greater show of difference when you're, you're sticking within a field. Start in my field, putter. Your field, chayev. You show the opposite in the same way as opposed to start in my field, putter. And in a house, you're chayev. If, if you want to give me a case of chayev, that's the whole idea. Stick to a field. But the fact that I'm moving on to a house is what Yale's saying. The fact that I'm moving on to a house must be that it's a different chiddush of why I'm mentioning a house. So what is that? Says the Gemara, Elam Arab. Rather, Rabbi says, Betarti Plik. There's actually two disputes going on over here. One machlaikas is, if, even if you light a f- the fire in your own field, and then it spreads to your friend's field. Rabbi says, you are going to be chayav, Responsible on Tom and Beish, even when it starts in your own field, and they also argue if you lighten your friend's field. Rebuda says you pay for everything that's inside there, a filu arniki, even a arniki. An arniki is a wallet. Why? Because it's unusual to have a wallet inside of a gaddish. Inside of a haystack. I would say maybe you're only responsible to pay for things that are usually kept inside a haystack. Something that's unusually, that's, that's uh, not usually there. You do not need to pay. Because uh, maybe I would have been more careful before lighting the fire if I knew there was valuables in there. But Rabban and Savri, and the Rabban are going to say, Kalim Shtak and Lahatman, Begadish, Kegoy Mariga Nukleibak, are things that are normally kept by haystacks. For example, um, um, shovels. And uh, plowing utensils, um, animal uh, muzzles and saddles and all those things that are usually there. Who the mishalim? There you you will pay. But kalim vessels that are not usually inside of a haystack, like a purse. Loi mishalim, you're not going to have to pay. If you light a haystack on fire and inside of it were vessels that got burnt, rebuke Aimer. You pay for everything inside. You only pay for the haystack. Now, when you pay for what's inside the uh, the haystack, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says you don't actually pay for whatever's in there. You pay for that 
space as if it was full of wheat and barley. Okay? You have to pay as if, that, because let's say I, uh, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but in other words, you saw a wheat or barley stack. That's right. Inside the stack, there are pumps or something. to be some other valuable merchandise. Correct. So the Chum say, so you, all you're paying you're is the haystack. Not for the things, but you would pay for that space as if it was wheat and barley. Right. Okay? You would pay. That makes sense. Yeah. Bamed When is this true? Top of Samach Beis. When I lit it in my field, and it spread to my friend's field. But if I originally lit it in my friend's field, you pay for everything because the whole thing was, a, was forbidden. You had no right to start the fire in the first place. So you have to suffer with whatever comes along with it. That if somebody gives a borrow space from his friend to keep a haystack, the Higdish Vehitman, and not only did I keep my haystack in their field, I also hid things inside uh, inside my haystack. You only pay for the haystack. So let's say I laid a fire in my field. I give you permission to keep your grain on my land. Now inside your grain, you hid things. I didn't give you permission to put it there. But you hid it, and now I light a fire in my land, and it burns your thing on my land. Of course I have to pay you, because I let you put it there. But do I have to pay you for the things that you added inside and hid inside the haystack? No. Everybody will agree that you don't have to pay for that. Now, that you don't need to pay for the, oh, the items themselves. He had no permission that's to right. do it. Yeah, that's right. You had no permission to put it in the first place. Well, but you have to pay for... A haystack. Space. Yeah. No, space been... Good. You're only, but you're only paying... Ultimately, you're only paying for grain. You're not paying for anything else that's there. Right. Okay. Now, What happens if I gave you permission to keep a pile of wheat in my field and you put a pile of barley? Or sa'irin. I gave permission to keep barley there. V'higdishchitin. So I, I let you use the space, but I was expecting you to keep a certain item, item there, and you, you kept something else. What happens if, he, if um, he put wheat, and he had permission to put wheat, but he covered it with barley? Or vice versa. Okay. Now, in all these cases, if the, if the owner of the land makes a fire, and it comes and burns down these stacks... You only pay the lesser quality. So in other words, even if I gave you permission to keep wheat, and you kept barley, I pay you barley. What if I gave permission to keep barley, and you put wheat, I pay you barley. Uh, the, the one who gave permission to use the land, always going to have the upper hand. So do I have to pay you for your grain? Yeah, but I'm always going to have to pay for the lesser expensive. Right. Whichever one is less costly to me. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. And Bezem, tomorrow we will pick up from Amarava. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.